Very few things are more deadly than an assassin. This is because an assassin is a killer hidden in plain sight. Sometimes the death is instantaneous, like a high-profile assassination. Or it can be a slow poisoning over time that deteriorates the body until it cannot fight back. Ladies and gentlemen, friends and foes, I present to you one of the deadliest adversaries you will ever face. An adversary you have been facing much longer than you can imagine. I present to you modernity. If you want to hear the anti-modern thesis, search for episode 3. But if you don't think you have the time, another tenet of modernity might I add, then feel free to carry on. You're a smart crowd. After all, you made it this far. Let's get into it. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 23 of Anti-Modern. My name is Mwansambewe, Religious Antagonist-in-Chief, and we are glad that you were able to join us to hear this episode. In today's episode, we are going to look at the Pied Piper that left town, or the night the Pied Piper left town. Then we're going to switch over to Mumbi for our news of the week, and then we'll follow that up with a breakdown of... Uh, this week's blog, The Night the Pied Piper Left Town. Now, this is very rare. It's actually quite rare for us to use segment one and segment three to cover the same issue. But this one is uh, pretty special. And I hope that you are uh, you are able to agree with us uh, by the end that this is a special instance that requires us to almost double down on it. Fair warning. Segment one might be a little bit grim, but it's worthwhile. It's worthwhile. Without further ado, let's jump into it. The night the Pied Piper left town. Old fairy tales have a sticking power that is almost unrivaled. They were simple stories that contained so many layers that most of us are still peeling back three decades later. One such fairy tale is that of the Pied Piper. I heard it and read it several times and always record my younger self asking how did all the children manage to walk out of the house without their parents noticing? For those who may be unfamiliar, the story of the Pied Piper is of a musician who came into town and played music for the town's people. He gave them a wonderful show and then asked for a payment, which the people refused to give him. The Pied Piper left town in fury, only to return in the middle of the night playing a tune that wooed all of the children out of the town homes, following him never to be seen again. The story still stands chills down my spine. It is a story of a great kidnapping, perhaps only rivaled by the one that took place on 9th August, 2022. The first crime scene. It is said that the second crime scene is always worse than the first, and this proved true here. The first crime scene took place in 2012 when the government of Zambia prohibited corporal punishment in schools. They did so in an effort to protect children from physical abuse, but in doing so came between parents and the school. You see, up until this point, the parents had an unwritten agreement with the schools that required the schools to teach and educate their children in academics and good manners. The former was through lessons in mathematics, science, and other such classes, and the latter in the form of order, good behavior, playing well with others, and general good manners. 
even in these times, the physical abuse of the child was illegal and excessive use of force was acted on by parents, as was their right. Under the guise of protecting children, the directive banning corporal punishment not only took away the right and power of parents to administer discipline to their children through the school as an agent, it also took away the school's tool of enforcement. Now, order and good behavior were to be taught with little to no ability to correct. Since then, chaos has reigned within the educational system. The second crime scene. In the wake of the first crime scene, some voices tried to warn the parents of what would happen next. Your right and power to administer discipline to your own children have been cut in half, they said. Soon, you will lose the other half as well. A decade later, parents around the nation woke up to the site of the second crime scene. This time, it had a name. The Children's Code Act No. 12 of 2022. Among other things, this law bans corporal punishment outright. It is now illegal for parents to spank their own children as a means of exercising discipline. At this point, we return to the story of the Pied Piper because unlike the story, most parents are unaware that a crime actually took place. Children have been officially declared the descendants of the state with parents occupying the role of a caretaker. First, the ability to assign responsibility for the discipline of one's child was taken, and now the actual right to exercise discipline is gone. The God-ordained covenant bond. What was left out, or completely ignored in the minds of the people who proposed and supported this unjust law, is that the union of parents to children precedes government. God gave children to parents as a blessing and parents have a responsibility to raise their children in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. This means the right and authority to instruct and discipline a child belongs to the parents and not to a secondary party, no matter how well-intentioned they may be. Furthermore, we know that a parent who fails to discipline and instruct their child is showing hatred for their child by their actions. I'll repeat that one more time. Furthermore, we know that a parent who fails to discipline and instruct their child is showing hatred for their child by their actions. Discipline is meant to correct and weed out bad behavior so that the child may not be raised at to be at the mercy of their whims and fancies. Zambia has seen the evidence of a half-generation raised without correction and it is frightening. Not only that, we have seen the effect of a lack of discipline and instruction in the West, yet we have chosen to follow along in their folly. We must recognize that refusal to discipline is an act of hatred. On the day when all our actions are judged, no one will be able to pass on the blame to the government for their inability to do what is right. Unenforceable laws. Most people, Christians included, hearing this news have simply written it off as just another unenforceable law by an overreaching government. In doing so, they have missed the point of the exercise. The groundwork has been laid and the act of defiance against God's natural order is already in motion. But something even more sinister is at play in such sentiments. The Christian is called to love God and love their neighbor. Loving God means we honor and uphold his standard above all others. Woe to us when our words, lives, and actions call good evil and evil good. In standing by and saying nothing, while God's right standard is maligned and scorned, we are agreeing to a grave injustice. Much like the cowardly Israelites on the day Goliath taunted God and his people, we sit back thinking obedience in the inward man. 
is enough. We need more David, ready to stand up and address the uncircumcised Philistine that dares call God's standard immoral. In loving neighbor, the Christian must recognize that it is not enough that he gets to discipline and instruct his children in the ways of God. His neighbor should have and recognize his right and responsibility to do the same. In saying and doing nothing, during this time of great upheaval, we show the same hatred toward our neighbor that parents who refuse to discipline their children do. We watch the household of our neighbors burn to the ground because of a lack of instruction and discipline and use them as fodder for our gossiping sessions, all the while failing to realize our criminal silence is what brought us here. The Pied Piper left town in August of 2022, and many are yet to see that their children are gone. The damage done will echo through the coming decades. This is far from the end. The third crime scene will put the first and second to shame, and it is coming to a town near you. Over to Mumbi. Welcome to a new episode of News on Anti-Modern, diving straight into it. The bulldozer has become the immovable object, it seems, from Webantu, Bowman sues newly elected Kabushi MP in the Lusaka High Court stating that his victory was illegal. It wouldn't be satisfying otherwise. The petition read, The non-compliance by ECZ to stay or suspend order issued by the High Court as a court of contempt jurisdiction under this Act renders the action by statutory instruments issued on October 12, 2022 illegal, now and void, and an election conducted under an illegal and void order is illegal, null and void. <sighs> Politics are exciting, aren't they? So is law. I barely understood what I was reading there. Moving along to the topic of fighting the weed of corruption at grassroots level. <laughs> See what I did there? Oh, I'm sorry, I could not resist. From Webantu, the Zambia Air Force has said that it will work with the Examinations Council of Zambia to ensure that all successful applicants have authentic qualifications. In an interview with Mwebantu, ZAF Director of Public Relations, Lieutenant Colonel Helen Chota, said that the halting of verification of qualifications for applicants by the ECZ would not affect the recruitment process, and that the process was halted so that ZAF and other services for the recruitment process would be part of checking the authenticity of submitted applications. In my opinion, physical education scores must be really, really considered for this one. Now, moving along to a more disturbing form of our traditional beliefs and inclinations, from Mwebantu, a 63-year-old man of Mtandiko village in Chelenga district died after a mob stoned him on suspicion that he was a wizard. The deceased man was found lying in a pool of blood burnt with deep cuts on his face. Deputy Police Spokesperson Danny Male stated, and I quote, Today, October 30th, 2022, around 03 hours, police apprehended 10 suspects, among them six women, in connection with the murder incident. Investigations revealed that the deceased was suspected to be responsible for the death of his niece, who died on the 28th of August, 2022, after a short illness. 
A similar report from Newsdigger stated, and I quote, The suspects are alleged to have intercepted the deceased on his way to the market on October 19, 2022, around 10 hours, where they brutally beat him and dragged him into his house, where they set fire by the doorstep. The deceased managed to escape to the lake near his house but was followed and stoned to death. The body has since been buried after a post-mortem was conducted, while the suspects are in police custody. Ten suspects, among them women, were apprehended for stoning the 83-year-old man. Again, this is a disturbing but not surprising development. We do still have a way to go as a country. Now, moving on to the dangers of sour investments in the digital age, Shopee Mall Limited, a shop that traded in online products, was left deserted as its owner allegedly swindled people of their hard-earned money and is believed to have fled the country. A statement made by Zambia Police Deputy Public Relations Officer Danny Mwale said, and I quote, The report was made on October 25th, 2022 by the named employees after they suspected fraud. Preliminary investigations revealed that the said company was incorporated on July 28th, 2022 and was duly registered with all relevant authorities. A check by police officers at Shopping Mall Limited offices located at Arcade Shopping Mall in Lusaka revealed that the offices were deserted and further investigations indicated that the suspected owners left the country on October 19, 2022. A difficult situation for certain. As a precaution, treat the online world with the same skepticism you treat the real world. Mr. Should I call you Mr.? To what is slowly becoming a Romance One update, a disturbing trend seems to have become more prevalent recently as a journalist was on the run for allegedly sodomizing a man suffering from Down syndrome. Quoting from Mwebantu, This follows allegations by the victim's family claiming that the suspect had been taking advantage of their relative, who suffers from Down syndrome, by inviting him over to his house. The family alleged that on some nights after a drinking spree, the suspect is believed to have offered the victim shelter, but later was discovered that he was actually being sodomized. Police Deputy Public Relations Officer Danny Mwale said the case was reported to the police. A disturbing narrative which was reported by news diggers stated that the journalist would tell the man with Down syndrome to go to his place to sleep over there. On the day, the uncle opened up to the niece's mother and stated that the journalist had been raping him for a long time. The niece's lament was that her family members wanted to conceal the ordeal because they believed no one would believe her uncle. To the next disturbing bit of news from Mwebantu, police in Nisoka arrested an 18-year-old for allegedly raping a 16-year-old girl and thereafter capturing pictures and videos of the ordeal on his phone. This is in a case where the victim went drinking with her friends while attending a church camp when the perpetrator allegedly took advantage of her and raped her. The full story is rather disturbing on all accounts, so for those who would be interested in finding out details of the events, we're going to include a link of this article in the description of this episode. Now bringing Romans 1 full circle, police arrested a man of Mansa for allegedly having sex with a she-goat. Saying that felt weird. <clears throat> An account from the police stated, and I'm quoting, on October 28, 2022, around 05 hours, the goat was discovered dead and untied from the tree with visible human footprints around. Community members then started following the footprints which led to the suspect's house who admitted to having stolen the goat and took it to his house where he had carnal knowledge of it and later... 
pushed pushed a stick in his vagina, causing it to die instantly. Thank you very much, my man. To um, no, no, thank you, no, thank you. And finally, closing out on a samba note from Mwebantu. A 45-year-old man of Kalanga Township in Lusaka has been arrested for allegedly murdering his mother after a quarrel. Police spokesperson Ray Hamonga said that police at Chelston Police Station of Lusaka Province has charged and arrested the accused for the offence involving his mother. Brief facts of the matter are that the suspect, while drinking beer with the mother at home, picked up a quarrel which resulted in the son punching the mother who fell to the ground and died instantly. Now, as we approach the festive season, we do need to remember that though there is darkness in the world, we have the light of the world. And thus, our passage reading for today comes from John chapter 1, from verse 1 to 13, which reads, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life. And that life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to bear witness about the light, that all men may believe through him. He was not the light, but came to bear witness about the light. The true light which gives light to everyone was coming to the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him. Yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who are born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor the will of man, but of God. Healing begins when the light of God shines on us, and we submit to it. Thank you very much for joining us on this episode of News on Anti-Modern. Until next time, take care. Thank you very much, Mumbi, for an exceptional segment. Once again, you keep crushing it, player. This is segment number three, in which we usually dive into something that was brought up by the news segment and look into the worldview implications on, of, of the same and how it is that modernity has changed us. Uh, however, I, I thought it would be good to actually dive back into the discussion of segment number one using an example to, to play out the situation, to show where we are and how far we have come. You see, the West is, um, is on the same road that we are, but they are much further ahead. So we, we, can, we can see where we are going based on where the West is. And I don't mean where the West is in terms of uh, prosperity. I'm talking about where the West is in terms of how they are losing their children. Uh, how are they losing their children, per se? Um, uh, you, you, you see how uh, the children do not exactly hold the beliefs of their parents. In fact, they are more radical in a way that their parents uh, simply were not. And they are radical in a way, in a way that lacks, it lacks discipline, um, it, lacks, it lacks wisdom, it lacks maturity. Um, uh, it also lacks direction in general. And, and even worse still, uh, their lack of discipline is shown in their rebellion towards God. So a generation that were supposed to be uh, the greatest generation, uh, a Christian generation in the West, produced this, a God-hating generation. And, and why? Why is that the case? Um, 
in part it's it's a it's a it's, it's a multi-level problem but in part it is because um we bought into the idea that not disciplining uh your child uh, is is good is loving them and what do i mean by not disciplining because i'm sure there are some people in the background who are saying yeah um actually we discipline we just don't hit the children uh, and and i'm sure that's the that's that's the 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 pushback that would be uh that would be leveled here is that we discipline we just don't uh don't hit uh the children we don't need to we're a more civilized modern uh generation not everyone will phrase it that way but basically that's the thing we we do not uh we do not spank we do not uh yes let's use spank rather than hit because that's actually the the what we're talking about in terms of discipline um let me go off on a, on a, on a tangent here the reason we we talk about spanking rather than hitting is because the discipline is supposed to be carried out in the early years of a child's life so that it doesn't need to be carried out in the latter years of a child's life the reason you spank when the child is young is so that you don't have to physically assault when the child is older if the discipline is hedged in early uh, an understanding of yes is yes no is no there are repercussions to your actions if that is learned early you don't have to uh, you don't have to exercise it later on when the child is older um, and this is because sin escalates. Surprise, surprise, right? Sin escalates. We, the, the, more, uh, the more sin is indulged, the more it escalates. If you, if you have a child who does not learn that yes, that mommy and daddy's yes is yes and no is no, if they don't learn that early, they begin to edge further and further. They begin to say, ah, I, they begin to understand that actually yes does not mean yes and no does not mean no. I can actually stretch out my rebellion a little bit longer and that rebellion just becomes more and more and more and more to the point where there are certain instructions that are obeyed and, and others that aren't. Um, uh, go to bed at the right time, uh, do your studies, respect your neighbors, respect people around you, don't lie, don't cheat, don't steal, uh, honor the Lord your God, love him only, right? All of these things uh, need to be understood very early, very early in, uh, in, in, in the child's life. And the, the child learns obedience to God by learning obedience to the parents, right? Uh, and so um, uh, that's why spanking is supposed to happen early. It is, it's actually an act of love to correct early. And one of the means that God has given for the correcting of children is through spanking. And so I'm actually drawing a very hard line here to say that it is unloving when parents do not spank their children. It's actually hatred when a parent, you think it's love, it's actually hatred uh, because where this leads is not promising. The lessons have to be learned early um, so that you don't have to exercise that level of force or equivalent force in the, in the latter years. Uh, this is what discipline uh, is and so in in our schools um, over the last ten years we have seen teachers trying to enforce things or, or or commanding things that they cannot enforce in their classes they can enforce because they can fail the pupil for 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 poor behavior what do they have what 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 do they have against a child who's uh, showing uh, poor manners what do they have go outside class the kid doesn't want to be in class anyway. So what do you have? What what is the means of correction? Stand in the corner. The kid did, he, he doesn't want to learn in the first place. You're giving him what he wants. You, you are reward. You're giving chocolate. To, you're giving chocolate to the child. 
is misbehaving. H- how is that supposed to work? You see, we've, we've, we've taken away the tools within the schools for actual discipline, and we've seen the effects. We have more and more pupils leaving, leaving high school, uh, getting into university, who are absolutely unruly. It, it, it's, it's just a blessing to us that they don't have the metal of the previous generation. Otherwise, the riots would be criminal. They would be insane. They are not as organized. <laughs> but the effects are, are, are quite clear. The levels of poor manners, disrespect, um, all of these things are played out in the younger generation. And it is quite frightening because the lack of discipline is clear. And now we're saying, let's take that and put it in the homes. It is completely unjust. It is hatred. And imagine Christians who know this to be true are not saying anything. That's the, that's the real tragedy here. Christians who should be on the front lines fighting for the rights of, of their fellow human beings to say it's not just enough for that, that I know as a, as a parent that I need to discipline my child, but uh, my neighbor needs to know and understand the same because that is what is good for them. It is good for parents and children to be raised in the fear and instruction of the Lord. That's what discipline is supposed to be. It is unloving. It is, it is hatred. Forget this stuff about Christians should not be involved in the political realm because, you know, Jesus is coming soon or whatever, it, or, or whatever other things we use to, um, uh, to justify our, our inability to step up and say something. But your, your neighbor's house is on fire. And you're talking about just preach the gospel. What do you think this is? God's standard is what people should live by. They need to acknowledge the fact that they have fallen short of his right standard. They need to repent and live a life that is in accordance with God's word. And part of that is that they must discipline their children. And the government has come in and said that the rights of parents, the responsibilities of parents are now taken away from them. It, not only is it, is, is it unjust, it's something that the government should not be doing because they, in reality, do not have the power, the authority to do that. But that's a topic for another day. Le- Lennox Kalifungwa has covered this ad nauseum, the, the, the role and the ability and the authority that has been given to government. They are doing things that they shouldn't be doing. And someone should be there standing up saying, you cannot do this. This is wrong. This is immoral. But let me, let me show you a, a, an example of, of um, the, our poor understanding of what discipline is and how it should be played out. In the last couple of uh, days, um, the, the, the footballer Cristiano Ronaldo has been on a rampage. In fact, I would actually say the last couple of weeks, he has been behaving like a petulant child within the institution that is called Manchester United. Sidebar, time out. Um, there's this... Um, it might sound like I'm doing this, but I'm not. And, so, and that's why I want to make this clear from the get-go. I despise this idea uh, of calling work, people at work, of, of calling things that aren't your family, your family. Like, you know, our work, we are a family here at work. You're not, really. You're, you're not. Um, organizations calling themselves a family, a, a football team calling themselves a family, um, clubs calling themselves a family. We have, we have people replacing familial relations Right, we're, we're replacing familiar relations within a family and, and putting that, superimposing that on clubs and things like that, on organizations. And it just never satisfies because that's not your family. Actually, you know, live with your family, right? 
uh, live like that with your family rather than pretending that other institutions are your family. And so within the, all the language that is being given, uh, even around this story of Cristiano Ronaldo is about, you know, we're, we're supposed to be a family. Families don't do this to, the, to, to one another. Within a family, brothers fight. That's not what is happening here. Manchester United is not a family. Uh, however, I am using the family analogy because of the discipline factor. No, not because they're family, but because of discipline. All right? We're now back to Cristiano Ronaldo. So Cristiano Ronaldo has been behaving like this petulant child, throwing tantrums, um, throwing tantrums. And, uh, and, and uh, in my opinion, it has been poorly handled by the club. But the, the thing is, why has it been poorly handled by the club? What is it that we can say shows that it has been poorly handled uh, by the club? It's because they don't understand discipline. Right? They don't understand discipline and they don't understand what... Um, 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 uh, how an organization or family should behave. When a child is being petulant, like Ronaldo, you don't give the child what he wants. Instead, you correct and you discipline. And you need to do this early. The issues that we are seeing now with Ronaldo doing an interview with Piers Morgan, um, and he's just he's he's throwing a tantrum. That's basically all the interview is. He's throwing a tantrum, and Piers Morgan is milking it for all he's got for all it's got, for all, all the story has got. This should have been corrected much earlier with actual discipline, correction, and communication. And it, it just wasn't. The fact that it wasn't is that we are here. We can see from where we are that, um, um, that it wasn't administered. Cristiano Ronaldo is um, he's paid in the hundreds of, hundreds of thousands of pounds. If they find someone who gets paid a hundred thousand pounds a week, um, he's actually paid more, closer to three hundred thousand. He, if you charge someone who's 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 being paid three hundred thousand pounds a week, thirty thousand dollar fine, ten percent. You fine him ten percent. What's that? Honest to God, what's that? Cristiano Ronaldo can sign that check in his sleep. What is that? By way of discipline, it's a tenth of his weekly check, not his monthly, his weekly check. In the grand scheme of things, Cristiano blinks and loses 30,000 pounds, right? He's not interested in, 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 those, in, in, in those small fines. So the, even the means of discipline, do you see, when, when the child gets older, the ability to discipline is, 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 is much harder. That's why it has to be done early on. We also see in the actions of Manchester United th that they are giving into the tantrum of the child. As I speak right now, um, it actually happened yesterday, uh, the, the day before recording this, the, the club was pulling down the mural of Cristiano Ronaldo from Old Trafford. There's a huge mural that has Cristiano Ronaldo there and they are pulling it down. Why? Because he's throwing a tantrum. Where are the adults in the room, right? <laughs> Honestly, where are the adults in the room who, who are saying, we're not giving into the tantrums of a child? If a child is throwing a tantrum, does that mean that the whole family should uh, not have supper? Should Everything should be disturbed because a child is throwing a tantrum? No. If Cristiano Ronaldo is, a, um, um, is a, an employee of Manchester United, and he is, why are you giving into his demands as though uh, his tantrum is the is the deciding factor? 
other footballers are learning from this tantrum because of the failed discipline that is being that 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 is happening at Manchester United. Within 18 months, Kylian Mbappe with PSG is going to do the exact same thing. He's also going to throw a tantrum and he knows if I just kick and scream loud enough, have an interview with Piers Morgan or any other or any other journalist, right? The same thing will happen. Do you see? And children, with children, it's the exact same way. It's the exact same way. They learn from what their friends are doing. My friend has shown me that if I throw a tantrum serious enough, I will be given exactly what I want. And that's what's happening here. We are completely failing to exercise discipline within the realm that God has given us. And this is what we get. Do you see how in trouble we are? All because we are failing to exercise. Uh, parents are failing to exercise their right and responsibility to, to discipline children. As I said, the, the second crime scene happened. And the third one is... It will be so much worse if we don't wake up, say something, and do something. This unjust law has to be changed. And if Christians are not at the forefront of saying that, who will be? Honestly, who do we expect to stand up and say, and actually fight for the real rights of parents and children? Because this is, this is unjust. What has been put forward is unjust. If Christians are not the ones who are saying it, who will? Who will? Quite the place to end the episode, I know. But we have to end it sometime. Um, I hope that you've heard something, learned something, appreciated something from all of this. There, there has to be a way in which Christians are standing for more than just nothing. <laughs> yeah. Um, if our neighbor's house is on fire, we have, to be, we have to do something about it. And right now, right now things are bleak. It's not, it, it's not the end of the road. Um, when things are darkest, that's the time when we really need the light and the light can shine. The, a small light shines even brighter because it's dark. And so let's, let's step up and do what we can. As always, I am Mwansambewe. Um, Mumbi is uh, uh, my partner in crime. And this is Anti-Modern. Reach out to us on the social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Gab, um, even Instagram, I think. Uh, yeah, reach out to us. Let us know what you think of the episodes. Be sure to share and rate us on whatever platform you're listening to us on so that, you know, the message can go out um, that we are here to stand up against modernity and actually obey the authority and law of Christ. See you next time.